When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. He's, in fact, our feature interview, thanks to Ryko Felters. Ask if we can for Ryko Felters the professional choice, and we've got to give him a proper intro. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. The victory today goes to Will Davison. Podium after podium after podium. And the tantalising prospect of a victory. And particularly given the fact that he's had so many armour or poles. And finally that key conversion for him. Will Davison breaks through for the Shell V-Power Racing Team. Uh, for his first victory mate, since mate. Bathurst 2016. And Jack Smith buries it in the sand. Oh, yes, he certainly did celebrate. Uh, it was, you want to talk about monkey off the back. It, he got the job done, got the chocolate. So please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Will Davison. Hey, Jim. Is it, is it bad I was like bopping away to the tune then? It's good. <laughs> Mate, there's a, there's a camera in this studio, Wilbur, and uh, it's constantly running. And if Nimsy cuts up some of that footage. I was dead set rocking out. I had the hands in the nightclub in the corner guard. It was absolutely sensational. Oh, hey, I've congratulations. I've before. I don't want to see that again. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, not, it's not a pretty sight. You know. Have you ever seen an elephant trip over? It's pretty much like that. <laughs> I can fully see that too, especially as you're wearing you grey tonight. You got <laughs> Hey, Wilbur, congrats, mate. You're back to the top step where you belong. Uh, you've been knocking on the door. You've been right there. And finally, bang, Wooshka, you're at the top step. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks. It's, uh, nah, it feels feels really good. Um, but, yeah, we've been knocking on the door, like you said. So it's funny. Like, uh, it's just more of a relief. But it's, it's what, you know, it's what we are aspiring to do. I know it's what the team's capable of. So the expectations are high. And, you know, we've just been knocking on the door now for so long. So I suppose it's just, it's definitely a good feeling to uh, be back on that top step. But it's, uh, it's also sort of kind of, you know, in my head, I'm like, right, let's not get too carried away with it. Let's, uh, let's, let's press on and get some more. But uh, no, awesome yeah. to just tick it off and uh, particularly quite early in the season. And um, now I can stop talking about it and we can just get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, um, you know, you, and you're right, because out of the, up until, your race win, uh, race two in Perth, uh, you know, out of those 10 races, you had four P2s. You know, you've had four four pole positions. You know, it's your strongest start to the year by a country mile. And now that that's, it's not really a monkey off your back. It's just, I guess, waiting from 2016 till now is a long time. So, um, <laughs> you know, and I know how badly you wanted it. But, um, you know, I think for me too, apart from, you know, obviously – Maddie loves the soapbox, so I'm sure he's going to ask you the <laughs> ask you the question about the Cam Waters pass. But I wasn't a, actually your smart aleck. I was going to let that fly, but now I will. What a ripper pass, let me tell you. And calculated, knew what you were doing. Um, no lockups, nothing. And I mean, people have asked me many times about that uh, that instance and that penalty, and 
all I turned around and said was, well, most other tracks are from that point of the curb behind the curb are grass. So yeah, if exactly. that was a standard track, there was no way that Cam would have purposely mm. cleared the brake, fired in 5K too quick, got on the gas earlier to try to stay in front because you're just putting yourself off the circuit. So, you know, in my mind, um, you know, and well, I mean, it's it's been a contentious issue from when I was racing there, you know what I mean? We've, we've, we've mm. spoken about it so much and there's got to be something that they can do there, whether they put little mini bread loaves out there or something like that that stops people from going out there. Yeah, it's it's a you know it is one of those things that it it did take a bit of flavour off the win and it it shouldn't have. I mean, how many times in your career does someone win? It's because maybe two people have tangled, maybe someone's sped in the lane, um, and people don't say they were gifted a win. And uh, I suppose I was actually you know we'd done such an amazing job. The boys in the stop were so fast, and we, you know we we really nailed the sequence. I've pulled off you know the move. I was sort of like, oh wow, mm. it's done. The hard bit's done, and. Uh, and then, you know, you summed it up perfectly then. I mean, um, you know, I sort of cam turned down very early. We had a little bit of contact. And then I sort of quickly sort of realised that he was he'd gassed it. And by that stage, you know, I tried to hold it tight in the track and lost all the momentum. So it's kind of mm. like, well, yeah, it's not. If I opened the wheel and gassed it out there, I would have been out of um, stay in front of him. But um, it's sort of, if it was a wall or any other corner, you naturally tuck in, don't you, and go for the switchback. But... People do take advantage of the, the track. Um, but it was clamped down in 2019. It's just we haven't been there for three years. So I think mm. people, I think, forgot about the controversy in 2019 and 18 where it was way uh, stricter than any other year and uh, it was black and white that it couldn't be done. And, um, you know, back in the day, we all used to do it. But I, I remember last time we were there how harsh the penalties were uh, for, for, for that exact thing. So it's just three years has gone by and I think it's sort of now been raised up again. And I think one of the things also, Wilbur, is is that if you look at your current form through 2022 this year, you've been fast. Like, you, you've been right there. You've been knocking on the door. So this wasn't a fluke. Like, with respect, if one of the premier racing cars had won it, you'd go, mate, boy, oh, boy, that was, a, that was unexpected and what a great win and good for you. Um, we probably won't see that again in a little while. But I think the reality is... You've been right there knocking on the door. Everyone's been getting half shellacked by SVG. You've been a consistent yeah. threat to that. And now, hopefully, the door will be open and you'll be able to pick up a few more because you do have the pace. Yeah, well, listen, I think um, I think the team as a whole, even last year, were pretty unfairly treated. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty uh, tough sport at the moment. And, uh, you know, with all the change that happened last year, two new drivers, um, you know, uh, you know, some other big changes within the organisation. Um, you know, we we kept it together. And I think all in all, you know, I was third in the championship until about 30 minutes to go at Bathurst, where, you know, I ended mm. up fourth in the points and had a qualifying average of five of last year. And, and to still be pretty much, and been out of the sport for 12 months. So, and people saying, oh, it's a bit of a tough year for you. It's kind of like... Hang on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I, you know, to be honest, I think, you know, we had lots of podiums and, and everything last year and naturally we've stepped it up a little bit more this year, which is what happens, you know, when you're second year with an engineer and an organisation. If you work hard, you'd like to think just through natural progression, you're going to take it to that next level knowing the car and yourselves that bit better. So um, that's what we've done this year. I mean, I think, you know, of all the races, you know, every single race so far, we've been in a podium position. Um, obviously, we've had four, but at Albert Park, the, the two races we weren't, you know, we were one-two when the tyres blew up. And uh, then I had an incident with Waters, you know, when I was off the front row at Albert Park as well. So, 
it's it's all promising, you know. When you say of the ten or twelve races we've been in top three positions in every single one, um, you know, it's it's promising. And uh, but the win, as you said, change has been just so dominant, um, and it's sort of then that's all that everyone's focusing on is that <laughs> we haven't been winning, but we've <laughs> yeah. certainly been there, knocking on the door, and certainly showing amazing qualifying speed, which is which is really cool. Do you, mate? Do you think that you know, from me looking from the outside, um, you know, there's a, there was a step forward in the cars um, at uh, Barbagello from the AGP, especially in the regard of your race pace at the end of a stint. Uh, it looked better at the end of a, of the, at the end of the stint. Do you think that that's come down to the setup and, and the changes that you guys went through between AGP and Wanneroo? Or do you think, you think it's track specific? What do you think? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, this, people don't understand. If we don't often at the end of a race, if, <laughs> you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. And if if you say you're, you're unhappy with second, you get criticised for being unhappy. If you celebrate second, people tell you not to celebrate for being happy. I mean, we, we work hard in the background. You know, sometimes we, we say the right thing. We like to be, you know, um, you know, humble in victory. And, what do they say? Um, gracious in defeat. But, you know, obviously it hurts to lose and it hurts to be getting smacked in race trim. Um, yeah. And we work damn hard about, you know, on that, and we constantly um, talk about it and debrief and try things. And you know, we've tried so many things to try and make our car a bit better in race trim. Um, I think everything in the toolbox we've tried in our current package um, to, to try and match Shane in race trim. And sometimes like we've got a slow car. I mean, these are coming from times where we're rolling out and we're on pole position, we're locking away front rows. So I mean, I think mm. the team we're doing an exceptional job. I think rolling out a fast car every race. Um, it's just there's some traits in the packages, and I'm not going to get drawn into, you know, um, you know what what it may be, but uh, certainly in race trim we're we're just not able to quite you know match some of the things he's doing uh, in their car. And uh, but yeah, we know at what corners we're good and where we're a bit weak, and maybe it was a bit track specific in Perth, but also definitely it's a huge talking point for us at the moment. And uh, yeah, absolutely, we're we're always trying things, so it's probably a combo of both. And um, that that sort of certainly won't end. You know, the the work going on in the background is is you know fierce and it's exciting. The motivation in the team, so um, we'll, we'll keep we'll be pushing for sure because we need a bit more still. He's still incredibly fast in the races. Yeah, and I was just about to touch on that. I mean, he seems to still have that edge in race trim, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I feel as though you've closed that gap in race trim from the previous round. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, and it's people say, oh, you're too hard on your tyres. It's actually not true either. Like, to be honest, this is probably one of the, the best cars I've ever driven in tyre life. Like, at, at the end of races, we're always strong. Like, the car's exceptionally yeah. good on its tyres. So it's not as though we just set it up too aggressive and, you know, some of the, the very simple feedback you get. Just, that mate, that actually showed that with Anton in race two, the one that you guys finished yeah. one too. Mm. That actually showed because Andre behind him had four tyres on mm. and he yes. got to he got to Anton, but then Anton was able to just pull a little bit more of a gap on him in the last lap or two. So that actually does yeah. show that the tyre life is there. Yeah, no, the tyre life's always there. It always has been. It's just there's certain phases in the stint and it's it's the way the whole car philosophy is engineered and it's, it's not that simple to just you know re-engineer everything for the race you know the car's an exceptional car like every time i get in it it's a privilege to drive it um and it's just 
it's hard when people are negative saying you're just not winning and I, we know that but uh yeah the car's so good like it feels good it's just uh i don't know what really to say i mean just some of the things shane and his car are doing at the moment it's it's a i've sort of in my years in the sport it's it's pretty it's it's pretty full on when you're racing against it and particularly when your car's not doing that much wrong sometimes you're beating everyone else it's just uh yeah, trying to understand what we need to do. So that's the beauty of motorsport. That's what we uh, that's what we love. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a pressure we all feel, but we're thriving on it. Um, I'm trying to rise to the occasion. I mean, I'm always looking at myself as well, seeing how I can be better. I mean, Shane's an exceptional driver, uh, but I've raced him for many years as well. So um, we'll all back ourselves, and I think that's what we're doing. I think we're really gelling as a team, and it's uh, it's really cool. So yeah, I'm I'm sure sure we can get some. Yeah, you know, more more victories um, in these upcoming events as the year goes on. Uh, Wilbur, I want to take you away from Barbagallo for just a minute. There's obviously the big scuttlebutt around the weekend was the potential for WAU to go to Ford for next year. There's a lot of online stuff at the moment. We're expecting a, a Are you trying a press to get Wilbur on, on our Friday. Speed Cafe or something? No, no well, no, well. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just... No, no, no. I, well, because there have been... Um, well, I mean, we might as well name him. Jason Bright has come out as a former HRT driver. You're a former HRT driver. With if the decision... And we'll just say if. We know what's going to happen. But if the, if the decision is to go to Ford, does that surprise you? Because I'm going to talk a little bit a little bit about it later on in the show. I'm not all that surprised, and I'll explain the reasons why. But does WAU potentially going to Ford Mustang for next year for Gen Three? Does that surprise you with your knowledge, your inside knowledge of the place? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's big news because Clayton and uh, you know the Walkinshaw name is just synonymous with with Holden, as we know. So. Mm. It is shock. There's a big shock factor, um, but it's like everything, right? It's 2022, and there's, there's your heart and your head, isn't there? So, mm-hmm. without being actively involved in that business, I know, as Steve well and truly does, the reality of the motorsport industry is is brutal, and uh, yeah, the fan base carries for a lot. So you know, the, the, the fan base of the DJR brand. I mean, it is blue. It is forward through and through, um, and I suppose. WAU is is the same with the red side, but uh, with Holden no longer existing, um, you know, I suppose they've diversed their Walkinshaw brand a lot through lots of manufacturers, um, you know, with the Andrea United brands on board. Uh, you know, I'm not shocked because the reality of the situation is, you know, is you know, much different from the emotional element, I'm sure. And uh, there will be some It's commercial. It's fully commercial. Mm. But it's commercial and you've got to survive in this industry. And people don't actually understand probably how hard it is for teams to survive mm. and you've got to do what you've got to do. And it's it's big. It is big. But, uh, yeah, I, I can I can totally understand um, the, the sport and the commercial ramifications sometimes of these decisions. And um, there's... there's some big players at the ownership of that team now, so it's not up to someone's emotional decision. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that have got to sign off on these things. So, no, I'm not surprised at all, to be honest. I thought it might be another manufacturer, but if they weren't, I knew they'd be the first team to bring in a new manufacturer if it was possible, but uh, yeah. it hasn't happened. So, uh, there we go. <laughs> do you know, thing, do you know uh, what? Pretty big. Do you know what I, what I reckon? Sorry to interrupt. Do you know what I reckon would be a bigger shock if DJR went to GM or 
something like that. That would be a barn burner. <laughs> not going to happen. Like, not gonna... <laughs> but Ford's still well and truly, you know, like look, look at the Ford brand in motorsport. It's, mm, totally. uh, it's, it's beaming, it's humming. And uh, it's so cool that, you know, to see the, the way Ford Australia and Ford Performance are, you know, so actively involved um, in global motorsport, but then, you know, with, with the yep. DJR, Shell V Power Racing Team, it's, it, from my point of view as a driver coming back in, it, it's really special to feel that manufacturer presence and, you know, um, yeah, and they, they know how important, you know, the DJR name and fan base is to their brand. So that would be big news, but that don't happen. Yeah. It's, it's actually quite funny because there was a period of time there where Ford sort of dropped their support right down, um, you know, I guess probably yeah, back, right. Will, back in sort of that, 2005, 6, 7, you know, oh, yeah. and, and Holden and HRT and HSV were massive. Mm. And now it's, mm. well, it's, it's almost role reversal or not even because they're not even around anymore. Yeah. So, hey, mate, um, we got a, we got a text coming in from, from your mate, uh, your mate, uh, Maddie, Tommy from Toowoomba. Tommy! <laughs> so I thought I'd read this out <laughs> right. to you before you go. It says, hi, guys, just okay. a quick congratulations to Will for the win. But how, he, how is he liking having ADP as a teammate? Can you rate who your favourite teammates have been? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, I'm going to say it's, it's, uh, it's great to have ADP as a teammate. We're actually honestly getting on really, really well. We're at you know, separate ends of your career, so to speak. And uh, I think we've both got a mutual respect uh, for each other. And honestly, it's... it's a really, really good working relationship. We're really good mates. We push each other super hard for pace, but we've got the team's, you know, ultimate results as a bigger picture, you know, so we race each other hard, but uh, it's it's a really, really healthy in relationship, to be honest. Um, he's funny too. Like, he keeps me in, keeps me up to speed with all the young generation chit-chat going on. <laughs> some, of the, some of the shenanigans that uh, get discussed on the way to the hotel is pretty funny, but no, he's, he's a really good bloke, good guy. Great competitor, great driver, um, favourite teammate. Um, you know, you I can just, say Garth Tander if you want. That's it's, fine. It's, it's yeah. always, it's just always in uh, Emory Street, Stapleton. You know, it's just <laughs> for sure. It's, 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 yeah, you can't go past the drivers of the seventeen. But, um, <laughs> but you no. suck up. <laughs> no. no, no. Always DJR. Whoever my DJR teammates are, there we go. So. There we go. <laughs> there you go. And we're, we're going to let you go, mate. We know you're over there in Perth still and you're, you're seeing family and that sort of stuff. But I think um, we haven't had a chance to talk to your beautiful wife, Rihanna. In fact, I think she yes. was crowned champion of one of the champions of SAS when we were on air. Mm. Uh, but yep. I just wanted to collectively say from us at the driver's seat and all the folks that listen, what a... What Hang on, mate, your... I've got to go. She just said I've got to do the dishes. Like, when she's <laughs> doing the dishes. I've just got to go. Right. <laughs> that is cool. Mate, what an absolute champion. I mean, I, I, I'm pretty proud when my when Mrs. Matt goes outside to mow the lawns when, I'm, when I can't do it. To watch your, your beautiful wife go through what she went through and come out on top... Have you ever been more proud of the woman? Because I don't really know her, and I was screaming at the TV when she got it. It was brilliant. Yeah, amazing. It's it's great to be just introduced as Rihanna's husband, pretty much regularly now. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, no, it's, it's cool. Like I know how tough she is. I know what she's been through personally, and I, I knew that mm. the length she would go to mentally, you know, and the, the you know to 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 get 
through something like this. So I was concerned because I know sometimes the damage she'd do to herself um, mm. just to actually achieve something. Because when she puts her mind to something, she's she's amazing, incredible. So I lived I lived the whole journey uh, late last year when they filmed it, and I didn't really mm. know much. She had no phone or contact. A little bit of stuff with the producer. Um, so I sort of obviously knew a bit, but then to see it come to air this year and, and live it with her every week, not really knowing much, it was. Uh, yeah, amazing. Super, super proud of her. She's a weapon, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, she's done. And hard, like it was yeah. hard to watch at times what they put them through. <laughs> yeah, it was, and just as a fan and a friend rather well, than it was literally a husband or a wife. Half of it oh, was like torture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and it's pretty real. Like it, I think there's actually a lot more than you see on television. It's one of those shows that's actually not, well, let's just do something when the camera's on. It's actually 24 hours a day. So if anything, you know, the edit doesn't do it justice, you know, because they're actually the only way to get them out of the show is to proper torturize them. So there's a lot mm. more, she said, that's not shown, whether it's the sleep yeah. deprivation, the, the no food, and then sometimes getting to some of the activities they were running, five, six, seven K, like there was so much you wouldn't Jeez. have seen. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, she's uh, yeah, very, very strong, very proud of her and uh, pretty amazing experience for her. She, she loved it. Uh, well, hey, Will, so, sorry, Nimsy, just quickly, how, how long was she gone for from home? Like, is it, was it a month? Is it two weeks? I um, mean, yeah, you well, don't she, really get yeah, an idea so, of how long the camp was. Yeah, so the, the filming was 14 day. Well, it was a 14-day course. Um, yeah. So she went about a week earlier, uh, about three days before phone was gone. So, um, and then it was the two weeks afterwards she was, she was in the, you know, couldn't, couldn't come home, crossed the border for two weeks. And that was when I had to leave for the seven weeks on the road in Sydney last year. So yeah. I dropped her to the airport, I think, September 28 and uh, didn't see her till Bathurst. She came to Bathurst at the start of December. So it was, yeah, wow. yeah pre- pretty full on, yeah, pretty full on time for us to be apart from each other. But uh, yeah, well, um, yeah, didn't hear, just get the odd snip from the, the producer. They sort of say once um, they're like, please have your phone on at 2 a.m. because... The, the, the recruits are copping a beasting at 2am. So, so, you know, I was mm. the contact that would be called if Rihanna had to voluntarily oh, withdraw the... Uh, so a few times I'd just get a, there's a 2am beasting, have your phone on. And I was always just, well, it'd be 4am. I'm like, my phone didn't ring. She's lasted another day, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and Pretty full on, yeah. Was that in reverse too? Like, would she get a call once he got sick of Sydney Motorsport Park or... <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, she heard enough of me at Sydney Motorsport Park. That's sure. <laughs> uh, oh my! God. I don't know how all of you blokes didn't leave there with a straitjacket on after four straight weeks. Oh, mate. <laughs> yeah, that was that was quite the experience. It was like, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. That was really weird. It was kind of cool. Like you'd, it's amazing. Like motorsport in general, you think you'd have it down pat, but if anything, it made it worse because you'd done so many laps at a place, and you were just then found yourself always trying something new and everyone got to such a high level there, but you'd end up probably driving worse at the fourth week than the first, you know, but <laughs> over-engineered the track. But anyway, quite an experience. Oh, it was crazy. But uh, hey, Wilbur, it's been, you've given us an incredible amount of your time, mate, and uh, we thank you for doing that. And it was absolutely mental to see you on top of the top step once again. And I'm sure, like, finally, finally, all that, like, oh, geez, he hasn't won since Bathurst 2016, all that. <laughs> In the bin, so yeah. uh, it's good to see yeah. you back I on mean, the top. I mean, a few have let slip, but that's the way motorsport goes. You know, I think through 19 and 20, I didn't drive, and a few last year. And, the, you know, so I didn't get too stressed about it. But, yeah, it was one of those things that was just annoying. And because I love the sport and I'm in car 17, and, you know, I know I should be winning in car 17, but I feel like I'm performing well, driving well. But just to 
say now I'm a winner in Car 17 alongside the great Johnsons um, is for me cool as well because it's one of those things that you know was going to happen, but the longer it goes on, you're like, uh, I just wouldn't mind making sure I just tick that stat, you know, that when I'm old and I can just say that I won drive in Car 17, I'm you know. <laughs> pretty sure if you win one more time in 17, you knock off Steve Johnson's record. Is that right? No, he has got three. <laughs> Off. Did you have three? I, yeah, three. I thought you had one in Canberra. Nah, Canberra, yeah, I had one uh, in Canberra, Canberra yeah. and uh, QR. Canberra, Calder, and QR. QR. Remember QR when it was wet yeah. and the, the bloke was running through oh, the sand trap with his pants hanging the down? Fan, the 500. Yeah. <laughs> Righto. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was you on the Steve-O. You... I was oh, on the Steve-O yeah, well, I just won the, won the Australian Formula Ford Championship, and uh, I was drinking a Jimmy can up on Jimmy the hill. Jimmy can, I was going to say, you were getting, you were getting ready for two thousand and six and seven. Well, I, I reckon it's a record you'll be able to knock off there, Wilbur. <laughs> I, hope he does. I hope he does. Oh, just a couple more. Don't underestimate it, though. I'd hope so. <laughs> hey, bloody hard to win in this sport. People have got to bloody appreciate and respect us more, Mate, to be honest. But anyway, that's just... You haven't good. achieved anything until oh, sure. you've won three Touring Car Masters championships in a row. Let me oh, give well, you the tip. Exactly. <laughs> I've watched those qualifiers, Steve. You're hustling that thing. you still got it. <laughs> well, uh, now, it's just like you, Will, like you are Rihanna's husband. Um, well, I'm <laughs> either Dick's son or Jet's dad. <laughs> yeah. And so you're proud of that, aren't you? How Absolutely. Going? Yeah, what a he's, legend. Yeah. yeah, he's going great. Yeah. And he really uh, enjoyed that little chat with you on the on the grid at the six hour before oh, the race. Was it was cool. very cool. Yeah. Yep. Do you know oh, what you... I just remember my first Bathurst with you in 05. Yep. And, and Jet was born a few months before that. And there I was just on the grid. And all of a sudden, yeah, cool. he's towering over me. And I just had a bit of those. <laughs> Wow, where on earth that time gone? Oh, you know, crap, yeah. <laughs> do you know what you? Cool. Do you know what you don't get, Stevie J? What's that? You're Matt's co-host. You'll never get that. I'll never get that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, you know, you're always the number one in this little family right here behind the mics. You're the guy. You're the guru. You and Nimsy. <laughs> oh. Well, we'll, 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 let good, you, we'll let you go, mate, because uh, you've given us a lot of your time. But uh, go well at Winton uh, because it's a track that you've done pretty well at. And uh, hopefully we'll chat to you soon on the driver's seat. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Always good to chat. Thanks, guys. There you go. Will Davison joining us here on the driver's seat. And how good was it to see him back on the top step, boys? Yeah, very, he's very a good cool. boy. And he's try and as he said, you know, he is driving well. He's and, driving really well. And he's, he's I think he's surprising committed. a lot of people he's because fit. he's you know, he's not this is not he is not a seat warmer for the next up and coming to go into seventeen. No. He's third in the championship, a little bit behind ADP, not too much. Uh and he's bloody good. He is he is red hot, so I, it was great to see him. And we'll talk about the racing, Stevie J. I, it was good without being great. great. Yeah. Super 2, however, that was great. And we'll talk about that as well coming up. Yeah, we've got a lot to get through here on the driver's seat. But Will Davison was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.